everyone, and welcome to this conversation presented by White House Custom Color. I'm Jed Toffer. Thanks for listening. You know, my wife Vicki and I have owned and operated our photography studio, V Gallery, for 20 years now. White House has been our lab for the last 16 of those years, and we could not be happier. White House is a family-run business, just like ours. If you haven't already, check them out at whcc.com. And if you want to drop me a line, feel free to email me at jed at whcc.com. First off, Allison, tell me about yourself and who you are and where you are. and Give me, give me a little bit of Allison uh, info. Okay. Allison info. Allison lives in Park City, Utah. <laughs> like one of the most I, beautiful places in the whole wide world, by the way. I love it. I absolutely love My house does look out at the Olympic ski jumps and the bobsled and mm-hmm. um, the biggest ski resort. Uh, I went Park there City. and it's awesome. Yeah, it's, yeah. I love it. It's been amazing. We have currently we're in mountain biking season. So world-class oh, yeah. mountain biking trails are going on right now. Um, I live about 7,800 square feet above sea level. So we're definitely high altitude. Um, I have three kids. I have a 20 year old, a 17 year old and a 14 year old. And I have been in business as long as I can remember, uh, Shot my first wedding at 17, um, started working for other photographers around 1998, maybe 97, um, had some fabulous mentors uh, and master photographers in my life early on. Scott Soderberg, who's now in Michigan, uh, was a big influence in my life. And I was going to say, I've had English photography. English is my maiden name. Um, so Allison English Watkins, I keep the English as an ode to my grand vision in life was always to have the English garden studio. Yeah. And you can't do that when moose and porcupine and elk roam through your, your yard and eat everything. So we've just. English gardens are not conducive to elk. <laughs> no, we, I, I could run the English unsafe petting zoo uh very well (laughs) but um as far as groving ivy and tall trees that's not really happening we're more aspens and um sagebrush around here i the first year we lived up here i spent an exorbitant amount of money on daylilies and then never have seen them bloom because they just are so tasty for all the animals to eat right so right uh, yeah, that, that doesn't happen around here. Uh, let's see. What else can I think of that would be fabulous to tell you? Um, I love my job more today than mm. I did the day I started it. Mm. Um, I always felt like I always knew I loved it. It was what my happy place was. But I absolutely jump out of bed every day. So excited for whatever is coming my way that day. I love it. That was a fantastic and and legitimately unintentional segue into what it is that I want to discuss with you. Cool. So this is what I was going to say. I I saw you present a couple of weeks ago at Camera Craftsman. I was uh, fortunate enough to be uh, allowed to be there. I was in the room. And your presentation struck me in that I feel as though you... Okay, so you, 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 you have, you're certainly not done with your career. You have a long career ahead of you. But over the last 20 years, you're, you're in a position, 20, 25 years, to look back 
on a lot more years than, than so many other people are. There's a lot of new people coming in constantly. Um, and it's not like even five or 10 years, you've been doing this for a long time. And I feel as though hearing your story that you're able to look back and you mentioned you have a 20 year old, a 17 year old and a 14 year old. And correct me if I'm wrong, I don't even know how you're going to take this, but I feel <laughs> as though you're, I feel as though you're able to look back and say, I did a good job at being a mom and a business person that I, wow. that I put my family first in many situations where I had the opportunity to not put my family first. Is that fair? I, I would say that is fair and a thousand percent intentional from the beginning. I worked at this fabulous, I worked for a great studio in Salt Lake City before I was married. And I had the wonderful opportunity to work with the first female master photographer in the state of Utah. And she was like the only one for 20 years, like it was just her. And so she was kind of at the later end of her career and I was more at the early kind of dabbling. And she said to me, look, I, you, I can't get the years back with my kids oh. and I, reg I regret it. She and said that. She said it. I can't yep. get the years back with my kids. Her kids were probably like early 20s where, when she said this to me. And she said, mm -hmm. I can't get those years back. I can take pictures the rest of my life and that can never stop. But I can't get these years back. So don't she. And this was before I was even like had a family. She said, if you're thinking about doing this, keep that in mind now because you don't want to live with any regret. So it's been very intentional to be, I, I appreciate the fact, I feel like you're one of the first people who's acknowledged, I've been here for like ever. Well, <laughs> I, I, and, you know, I wanted to be around. careful. I don't want to, No. <laughs> I don't want to make it sound like you've been here forever, but I do think it, it's, there's meaning and then there's importance in the yeah. fact that you're, you're, you're not just off the bus, right? No. Like, you you can look back and honestly people can look at your face and think is she is she 24 years old you look very young <laughs> you really do you just thank do. you but 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 you you're you have a you have half of a career or maybe even a third of a career i don't i don't know how long you're going to do this but you have three children and they're not young babies anymore but they were at a time and and you were you have had this business during their entire lives, you've been doing this. Yep, their entire life. And I was telling Vicky this. I started telling Vicky this. Vicky and I got our master's the same year. There was like oh. a whole group of us. We're in this big, huge, ginormous picture together. And I didn't even have all my kids yet. Um, I still had one more to 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 bring into this world. And I have watched the people um, like Vicki and Lori and Sandy Putch, a lot of them. And I stayed very intentional to my kids mm. at that time because my kids were young. I don't think you had kids at that point. You know nope. what I mean? I, nope. you didn't even have them. So, so it was like full gas. And I, it was, there were years that it was really hard. It was intentional, but really hard to stay home. And I always ran the business, but I was the one up until one o'clock or two o'clock or three in the morning, 
um, trying to work while the kids were asleep. I had a middle child who absolutely cried for years. Um, he's amazing now. It was totally worth it. But at the time I was exhausted and that kind of made me make business decisions to switch really to the focus of the family, which family portraitures as opposed to weddings at the time is where I was because he was like, sorry, mom, I can't live without you for that long. You gotta, Aww. you gotta stick around a little closer. And, and so, but, out, but through those, through those necessities, I found where my heart is. And that is a thousand percent with the family. Um, I, I love mine. I'm passionate. I never knew if I, you know, you always hope you get a family, but you never see it materialize. And now that my, I've got one at college, who's getting electrical engineering and one who's going to be a senior who's working like three jobs, like amazing jobs. He teaches guitar. He coaches mountain biking. He works at the grocery store. And I got my little spitfire monkey who's 14 and and uh, I think it was worth it. It was worth it. And I felt like I always tell people when they ask, I felt like one time we helped move. <laughs> uh, this is before we married. We helped move uh, my aunt, my uncle's new wife across a couple of states. And the U-Haul had what's called a governor. You, you know what I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah. Like it yes. only lets you go so, so fast. fast. Yeah. <laughs> And I turned like 41, 42, and I felt like I traded them in the U-Haul for like a McLaren. Because if Is you're going right? to ask me what my, that I was like, I, okay, I, I've i been checking along in the U-Haul. I'm impressed that you know what a, what, a, what a McLaren is. Most people don't know what a McLaren is. Oh, I know what a McLaren me Given the choice, McLaren would be my sports me car Me too, P1. Really? What yeah. color? Orange. Orange. Orange is good. I also really like they have like this specific blue, you know, I, I, I have a very I have a very specific orange P1 in my mind that I've had for years. It's been I might even update it now if I if I actually like knew the options, but orange. P1. <laughs> orange is McLaren all the way yeah, that I know is, you know, there it's the quintessential. So you hit the nail on. No. sorry for that. Sorry for that digression. You just <laughs> Good to know. We're McLaren people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my things, my kids, the richness my kids have brought in when we vacation, sometimes in California, like we'll have to go just to the McLaren dealership to oh, visit would, them. And I'd sit be in like them. a little kid in a candy <laughs> store at a McLaren dealership. But you're well, okay. So, but to your point, right? Yeah. You, I'd like to, I'd like you to unpack that a little bit because okay. you hit 41, you hit 42. Um, okay. And here, and let me preface this real quick. Cause this is what I was thinking about earlier for myself. Uh, I need to, I gotta, I gotta inject some of my own personal anecdotal things in here for a second, because about a year and a half ago, I'm at dinner with a good friend of mine who shall remain nameless. Nobody knows who he is anyway. Um, and, and he, him and I have kids about the same age, right. You know, and our kids start at, uh, at the time they were probably starting around five or six years old. Right. And then we have a couple, uh, kids, a couple years older than that too. But he's like, man, I just, he was down, right. He's down in the dumps talking about, I, just, I can't get things going. This is, I'm worried about this thing about this, all work stuff, all business stuff, all money stuff, all the stuff. Right. That I know a lot of guys and, 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 and women too, it doesn't matter, but a lot of people think about 
um, especially maybe at this point in time in our lives. And what people can call it a midlife crisis or whatever you want to talk about. And I'm not saying that that's what he was having, but he was leaning towards that type of a mindset. And I was thinking about it and I was like, listen, dude, we got, we got like a decade here. This, this, this decade of the twenties, the, the roaring twenties that we're in, we're going into, um, this is before what happened last year, but <laughs> going into the, like the twenties, this is, this is a decade that we have to be dads. Like this is our dad decade, right? Like this yeah. is it. And, and, and of course we're going to be dads in the thirties and the forties and the fifties, but the twenties for Quite us, different. the way that we were positioned, that's our dad decade. That's, that's the one that could determine what all the other decades are even like and beyond for our children as they grow. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I, that's, that's right. And, and so it, when you spoke at the meeting, that's what I was actually thinking about because of the intentional piece. You have to be intentional about it because there's too many things that'll yank you out of that space, right? Yeah, like you totally. said, it was hard to stay home. There were times where it was hard to stay home, yeah. but you did it intentionally because you were aware that that was, those were your mom years, yep. right? Yep. The 30s, it was, the, it was all my thirties, like, well, a little, and a couple years more than that, but it was, and my husband, it's different because he's just three years older than I am, but those were great decades for him. He absolutely loved teaching the kids to ski and mountain bike. And he was such a great dad at that age. He's struggling. I would say right now with, I miss that. Like oh, he gosh. is like right there going, my kids don't need me anymore. And my wife is over there like living every day, like woohoo on a bucking Bronco. And he is, it's been harder That's for him. That's super interesting. That's super yeah. interesting because I, 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 I can't say that it, I can't empathize with that, but I, I, I get it. I think I get it. Right. Yeah. Cause I, I, because I feel like because I've intentionally made that choice to be like the dad yeah. and, and I'm not certainly not a perfect dad. I mess up all the time, but I, there is this mindset that I have that this is it, this, the, this decade, this is the one, like, this is the big one. And there's a big part of me that really doesn't want the thirties to get here. Well, that's it. It's really interesting for you to say that because like, you're giving me all this credit for being intentional. <laughs> you were. And, well, but to a point, here's where I'm going to like, I'm impressed with the fact that you've like carved out this period of time where you're like, this is my decade to do this and I'm dedicated and that's awesome. I was just in Groundhog Day every day. <laughs> <laughs> And I never knew it would end. Like, it just seemed like it would never end. You didn't end. think about the ending. You didn't think no. about it. I, I don't think I could or comprehend. I don't think I could comprehend uh, it. Hmm. Because to comprehend it, do you, ever, do you ever have like a meeting and you're like, dude, it's over in like 10 minutes. And that 10 minutes like lasts like an hour. And you're like, <laughs> oh my gosh. So if I think about the ending. Like an NBA game. Then, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, <laughs> That's totally what parenting is. It's an <laughs> NBA game time clock. You're so right. You're like, oh, now we're in timeout. Oh, 37 seconds? There. Oh, that'll be an hour and a half. 
Yeah, it's never. And then at the last minute, your kid throws in that free throw and you're like, oh, it was worth it. The whole yes. thing was worth okay. it. But yeah. yeah, I like it. But, it. but I'm impressed. Like, I think I had to kind of shut down. And I think that's mm. part of my excitement is that I, and it's, I was still, I was still finding ways to keep in the, in the bigger bubble. Um, you know, I, I would, I kind of started speaking a little bit and I had to close that box because yeah. it was months of prep beforehand. Mm -hmm. Then you're gone and you're exhausted when you get home and the schedule, like it's just the emotional commitment that I was keeping. I just kind of had to say, look, I, I, lo I love to teach, but I can't do this with these kids. So I closed that I, box and I started looking around. What else? Can anyone, I, do? I, I really do believe this. And we were told this too before before children when we because we did all that before the kids i mean a lot yeah. of, it doesn't everyone that goes different for everybody so i'm like the older dad now right but um I, we were told by some very reputable people that i really respected and still do that you will think maybe especially when you're younger that you can be good parents good good business owners and good good speakers and, and, and I had some people say, if you're really good, you can pick two. Yeah. I was going to say, and, pick two of those. And a lot of people, even if they, even if they want to be good at all of them, will only really be able to succeed at one at a time. Now one. that doesn't mean that you can't be a good business person and a good parent. I'm not, I'm not trying to say that, but what I am trying to say is there's only so much time in the day for all of us. And you, and I don't, I don't know a lot of people, if anybody, that would be quick to say, I ran a business for 20 years, I was a great parent for 20 years, and I spoke all over the world for 20 years, and I crushed all of it. No. I, I, whoever gave you that advice, like, you want to give them a big hug and I say, have. these are the I, nuggets. This I is... Have. I have, I have. This is the right. big... These are the moments where you those it's like the cautionary tale for me, which is don't have the regrets, don't do it, yeah. and you can't do it. And I think that was always my my fear is it came to you in that form. It came to me. I can't say that I was like a stellar business owner when right. I was when the kids were really little. Right. I I specifically remember a wedding. I was I was like completely pregnant with my last and she was a girl and I was sick as a dog. Like I was on the, the $70 a pill Zofran pill oh. that they give chemo patients mm -hmm. to like function. And, and it was three months, took me like three or four months to do her wedding album. And she called me so mad. And I was like, I'm growing a human. I'm doing the best I can. Like, you know, it just give me some space. Like I promise in 20 years, if your marriage lasts, you won't remember whether <laughs> it took three months or six months to get this album. I promise this is not a thing. So, you know, I can't say that I don't have some bad, like some war wounds with all that. Of course. But, of course. Yeah. But course. it's taken me like I would definitely say, you know, and that's another thing is you're I think if you're in tune 
as best you can, or you get smacked in the face. You don't really have to be in mm. tune. You can get mm -hmm. smacked in the face with the fact that your kids now need you as a different parent. Yeah, and a couple, in a couple different of your, way. Yeah, your kids need you. And my kids need my mind more than ever today. Mm. Uh, like, but they give me a lot of freedom with that too. So yeah. when I'm present, I'm present. But you know, when I'm observing in their home, you know, I think I, you heard me say this, like that period of time right after school, sometimes I pepper them with so many questions. How was their day? How was their, what happened? Who'd they eat lunch with? I mean, they're like 17 years old and they're like, mom, stop it. But that is just because I am like the question queen. I love knowing what happened to people. It gives me a frame of reference. And sometimes the little nuggets come out in those moments of like what's really bothering them or what's really going on or, you know, anything like that. And, and so I love, I love to be home for that period. And then I'm okay to run around for a little while and I'm okay yeah. to do this like right now. So the, I think the gratitude that I have for my life that like, you've got this 10 years and it's going to be awesome. I love watching your kids and I love watching your stories. I have followed you guys for a lot longer than mm. we've officially been friends, right. but, um, <laughs> but at the same time, I, I kind of had that. I had that for 10, 12 years. And then I think my kids kind of came to me in a lot of ways and said, mom, we need to be, we need you to be our grown-up mom, not right. the little kid mom. Very interesting, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. So well, we, we transition. So does that does that did that or has that also coincided with okay the the U-Haul to McLaren piece? Where I go back to that because you started and yeah. I stopped you, but go back to that forty, you're forty-one, forty-two, and it's almost like you went from a governed U-Haul to a McLaren, right? <laughs> and and that coincides with you know, your kids being older and, and also yeah. uh, really needing you to be a different sort of mom at the same time. Right. And you just really wanted to talk about McLaren some more. That's all. I, That's I did. Why I got, you, man, you said that word and I was, I was off, but, but, <laughs> yes. but that's, what did that look like then? Like how both the transition and then on the other side of that, as you are now, like what, what is that? Well, I feel like I spent a, all that time, probably 20 years, putting the, grabbing the pieces, kind of building, like if you've done a puzzle and you have to flip all the puzzles to the right side up yeah. so that you can see the piece. I think right. I've been, or you do the edges first. Yeah. I think I've been <laughs> yes. like, I think I was turning all my edges. I mean, all my pieces right side up. And then I was working on my edges. Yeah. And then all of a sudden that time period hit where, where they kind I can't even tell. It was like a rebirth. It truly felt like a rebirth of life and feeling like, oh my gosh, I see the picture. And I think that's how it correlates to a puzzle is, oh, I see the picture that I'm working on. I was just sort of kind of going through the tasks and now I see, oh, everything fits together in a, in a, in a picture and yeah. it's my picture. Yeah. Like, Oh, so let's put these puzzles together, the, the picture together so I can yeah. see it. And, and with that, honestly, it's one of the greatest gifts I've ever been get, given. As I said, I've had this happen twice this year and I'll tell you it. Number one, 
I was doing this in high school. Like I was completely in high school and I sent away for the Brooks Institute, mm-hmm. um, like college catalog. Cause I was like, well, this is kind of like, and my parents didn't like really see me as going away to college. And they're like, well, if you do that, you're going to move to California and who knows if you'll ever come back. And you know. <laughs> right. so I was kind of like, Oh, scary. It's not right. that they said no. It's just that they passive aggressively yes. <laughs> did not say yes. <laughs> they were kind of like, we'll see if she gets. So pin that and then meet like getting to really have some great conversations with you and Vicky just in the last couple of weeks I think holy crap I have all these people that were instructors at the Brooks Institute in my life now I like I've got Tony Corbell and I you know yeah. Tim Myers I've got these people yeah. that I'm on the first name basis with and are friends of mine, more than professors, they're friends. And then I've got you and Vicki and I think, holy crap, (laughs) there's a million different Dr. Seuss paths, but sliding doors, they all left. I feel like they all came to the same place. Hmm. Like, you know, it's a, a crazy different path, but somewhere along those lines, the education, the friendship piece, you know, some were faster, some bought the McLaren first and then traded yeah. in for the minivan. But yeah. <laughs> I went with it. I went with the U-Haul and then I traded it in for the McLaren. But either way, everybody always kind of equalizes and you end up where you're supposed to be. And having the faith that that was coming for me and mm. was at the end. I mean, all I can call it is faith. Like that's the only thing is to believe that at some point, all of these pieces would come together and the picture would be there. Um, that it all was the right thing. No regrets today will mean a great picture in the future. And of course we all have regrets. Like, I'm not saying we don't have regrets. Like I stay, say stupid things. I, I don't have a well, great filter. Yeah, of of you know? course, but, <laughs> but, but no. And, and, and the big piece to me is that you really are in a position. And I say this for other, because I just feel like there, there may be a lot, there are a lot of people and there may be some people that listen to this that are there kind of at that. It's almost like a precipice or even right. a fork in the road where they're like, I really, I just so much, I so much want to build this business or, or be like have this business even and I have a four-year-old and a two-year-old, or I have uh, a, a seven-year-old and a four-year-old and a two-year-old, whatever, you know, the situation is. Um, and, and, and you kind of have, you have some decisions to make, right? Like whether you like it or not. I, I remember one time I was talking to a, a, a workshop attendee, this is like 15 years ago. And we had this big studio and it was all, you know, everybody's like, Oh, they got all this stuff going on. Well, and that was before kids, right? And this yeah. lady came to me and she said, I'm out of my house. I want to have a studio like this. There's a, there's a, there's a space for lease. It's 3,000 square feet. Um, it's a mile and a half from my house, so it's pretty close. Um, and I said, right. I said, okay, so you have, how many kids do you have? She said three. And I said, how old are they? And they were young. They were on yeah. the younger side. And I said, okay, you're going to have three more kids. You, you want to go from three to six. That's what you're going to do. The second you sign that three-year lease or that five-year lease, that building, 
you're, you're, it's, it's going to be at least equivalent in your life, I think, mm-hmm. to, to having three more kids. And then so the three kids that you have are now going to have three siblings that you're going to need to take care of just as much as them. Amen. And she, she started bawling. <laughs> and I didn't expect that. I was just like trying to illustrate a, a point, you know. And I, and I wasn't even trying to say don't do it. I was just right. trying to say, think about what it is that you, that you really want. And then, and right. then is that what you really want? Right. And she didn't do it. She didn't do it. She sent me an email like a month or two later. She's like, I didn't do it. Thank you for the advice, you know, one way or the other. And, 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 and it's because I think it's easy to want those types of things or think you want those types of things. Um, and, and I, and I think it's harder for us to understand what it actually means and what it actually looks like on the other side. Well, that's one of the wisdoms that you have to share with people is by all means, you have been through that. Like, yeah, <laughs> like you I live in that now. <laughs> <laughs> you absolutely. I mean, who in their right mind doesn't want to have their name on a building or yes, a cool studio? Come on. I, I'm as human as everybody else. But I, I mean, for those in podcast land, you don't know, behind me is my basement home studio. And I think, holy cow, this is awesome. Nope, my name is not on a building. Nope, <laughs> that it's never going to happen. And that's okay. Like, yeah. I, I, I'm tempted to make myself and my own little metal sign to hang on my door, just because that might you know, feel good. But I had a very sim, I had a very similar experience where I was, I was kind of mentoring a group of women around the country. And this would have been 15 years ago. And a lot of them had presented that same thing. They had young kids and they wanted there. I think about that time, there was a big, this big boom. Everybody wanted the studio store. There was, don't you think there was, there was like, this. absolutely was. Yeah. And they, they would say, what do you think? think and I would say are you done having kids like are you done with all of that and it's not because I was trying to keep them small I think it's because I just didn't want them to have any regrets because I wanted them I wanted them at the time to choose what I was choosing selfishly which was to stay at home and what's funny is within three years all of the the group that had opened storefronts had closed storefronts because it is you are marrying you are Mm. adding a person to your marriage you're Mm. adding kids to your family and it's Mm. called a business and and Mm. and it takes that it takes all of those things to make it work. So I think your paradigm of the three, like you can choose, you know, two of the three, you know, there's no still re- going to be hard. It's yeah. like the, the choosing two of those three doesn't mean it's going to be an easy road. It's, no. I think that choosing two of those three means that it's a feasible road, right? <laughs> it's, 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 it's not out of the realm of possibility, no. but it's difficult. What, being a good parent is difficult. Being a good business owner is difficult. Being a good speaker and traveling is, is those are all difficult things in and of themselves. They're, they're mad skills. They're amazing. <laughs> and all, all I can say is I think that there is a great parallel with the tortoise and the hare, mm. you know, and mm. Both people finish the race. Both yeah. both animals get there. They both have their own style. And yep. really, it isn't about one being better than the other one. 
there's more just bursts of energy or kind of like slow plotting. I mean, and either way will get you where you're going. But when you have those small kids, uh, I, I give this kudos to Mary Fist Taylor because I think it's the best. Let's see if you know what I'm going to say. Your ego is not your amigo. You can't. I mean, you can't choose ego during those periods. Mm-hmm. There will be a time that you can. There will be time. I think when we're young and then when we're, you know, in college, we get to we get to be the center of our universe. Yeah. But when we kind of commit to other things, we get to go, no, I'm working today in my pajamas all day long. There's no respect going on here for self, but I'm choosing those kind of things. But then that's what I'm saying. I traded in the U-Haul from the McLaren. It's not that I'm choosing ego first. It's just that I'm. You're in that phase. I'm in that phase where I get to kind of go a little faster than I used to travel a little bit more than I used to. I get to have some opportunities that I, that I said I'm not doing during this phase, during my, during my children's small phases. Um, and I can do it with a clean conscience. Yeah. I like, okay. So I, I like that piece. That's amazing. And that's, it's not like, it's not like you've never done anything that you regret, but you can move forward in this phase with a clean conscience and, and be able to look back and be happy and satisfied and feel like what, that you did the right thing really. Right. And so, so finish with this. This is what I want to wrap up with. It's another uh, McLaren metaphor. You're in the McLaren now. Okay. Vroom. You're on the Autobahn. You're no longer okay. driving uh, an interstate or a rural route with a U-Haul behind a grocery getter. You're in the <laughs> McLaren, right? Right. Okay. Dragging somebody yeah. else's stuff across country. You're, right. you're in your McLaren. It's you, right? Uh-huh. And there's that Autobahn and there are three or four lanes and there's nobody there, and it's a straightaway. Mm-hmm. What is that? What is that looking like in that now for you? Do you think in the next in this okay in, the, in this decade for you? You're not in my this is my dad decade. This yeah. is your McLaren, McLaren on Autobahn decade. Let's say that right. What flesh that out for me a little bit? Well, I I love that comparison. I think it's fantastic, and it's definitely something. I'm punching it for me, but at the same time, punching it on a McLaren after a U-Haul means that like 120, you're starting to feel like, gosh, I'm going fast, but this <laughs> thing goes to like 330. Yeah. So I still okay. got 200 okay. miles an hour to get used to. I like, gotcha. So I will tell well you that. Well said, well said. <laughs> don't, really? I don't have a full, but I am going to, I read this great book recently. It's my, it's my favorite book right now. It's called B 2.0 and it stands for beyond entrepreneurship. Hmm. Um, and it was written 20 years ago by a guy named Jim Collins. Uh, oh. Do you know? Right. I know Jim Collins. I, what else Jim did Collins, he write? Here we go. He's written yeah. a ton. He's like yeah. the, he's like everybody's once a year read, but he yeah, yeah, yeah. wrote, he wrote this book and then he, um, he rewrote it 20 years later. Oh. And he talks about, um, he was kind of the original person who coined, coined the phrase, big, hairy, audacious goals. Like mm. he was that guy. And he has the story about, 
climbing with Tommy Caldwell, who was the guy who did the Dawn Wall, if you're up on yeah. your movies. Yep. And he is a contemporary to Alex Honnold. Mm-hmm. And I guess, and he, and, and everybody knows Alex Honnold. A lot of people know um, Tommy Caldwell, but they, but they know Alex Honnold a little bit better because he's a he's more sponsored. He's kind of more extreme. He's more out there, but Tommy Caldwell and this, and this gym are kind of buddies and they talk about uh, Tommy Caldwell's desire to, to complete the Dawn wall, which nobody had ever done where at the same time that Alex Honnell is, is working on Yosemite in this free solo climb. Free soloing. Yeah. Yeah. And so they, they're all friends. They're all buddies. But at the same time, they have two different goals. Mm -hmm. And um, he's sitting there, Tommy Caldwell's talking to Jim and he says, you know, Jim says, you need to have goals that you don't know that you can accomplish. That you don't, because I look back and I go, well, I didn't know I could accomplish being married and I got that and I didn't know about my kids but I'm to the point where I get to like check not I can like sort of check those off my list and I have only chosen risks that were really a timeline issue mm-hmm. not a can I truly do this what happens between 120 and like 320 yeah. that experience I don't know yet and right. so I've been like kind of challenging myself on a lot of different things. And I think, well, does this align with my value system? Does this align with that? Is this going to keep me exactly where I, where I want long-term there's, there's some flexibility to living that is a priority for John, for my husband and I, like we're kind of free spirits. And so at the same time, you know, what does it look like once I go past 120 and I hit, I hit the top speed on the Audubon is why I jump out of bed every day because I want to shift into that unknown. I think a little bit that the scary unknown, and that's what Tommy Caldwell says, EC says in that unknown, when you leave that comfort zone, you have to innovate, you have to train, you have to become a different person. Mm -hmm. And in that, whether you succeed or fail becomes irrelevant. Like that's not important, but the person that you became in the process. Now, Tommy Caldwell did. It's the the process. process. It's not in the the end. It's all in the process and enjoying that. So I feel like at this moment, it's the same concept for Elon Musk. And no, I don't know if my family supports me on this, but this is my view on Elon Musk. And that is like colonizing Mars is like his big, hairy, audacious goal. But in order to get there, we got to make so many innovations Mm -hmm. to make that possible that we can't help but benefit. Some of them will be stepping stones and some of them will be. So where am I going? Like, what do I want to be? You know, where do I want to go with my next 200, my additional 200 miles an hour in my McLaren? Um, And I think you and I should go to Italy and like rent some cars and like do that. (laughs) That would be fun. I'm now tempted, like maybe I actually have to have the experience to know what I'm looking for. So I I, I don't know. For me, a big, hairy, audacious goal would be to own a McLaren. My, I have a son who's already, he, it's already on his to-do list. So, oh, yeah. he, and he says all the time, like, I, I, 
want to own a this and a that. And I say, that's fine. As long as like you can afford a house to put it in. Like, I don't <laughs> want that curbside parking on your McLaren or your Lamborghini. In front of your house because he's he's living in your basement. No. And I say, (laughs) when I come visit you someday, I'm not sleeping in the McLaren. I need a bed. I need a guest bedroom to come visit you wherever you are. But so I think that's kind of why I'm so darn excited is that I, Mm. I'm, I'm ready to kind of play with that extra 200 miles an hour. I I love the goal that you don't know if you can accomplish how, I mean, it's kind of like terrifying and super exciting and everything kind of wrapped all into one is that to like have something that you legitimately have, especially at this phase in your life, maybe like, again, I got my dad decade here and that doesn't mean I can't have that, but I got to focus, right? This is yeah. where, this is where I have to be. Um, but I love for the phase of what you're at, both as a parent and as a business person um, to have a goal that you really don't know if you can, if you can do it, but it's there. It's there. And I think my first step on that journey is to live with the unknown just a little bit and, Mm. and challenge myself and the fear and say, wait a minute, did I not choose that goal? Because I, of ego, because I've spent the last 15 years, not choosing ego. Does that like trying to not trying to keep that? So is this a legit goal? Is this an ego goal? Is this a family goal? Well, mm. And how about let's find something you don't know if you can do? Like, like let's go. So I'm searching for a thing to go, gosh, I want to live in the fear. I want to, I want to live, which just for a minute, if, even if it's just for a minute, like, okay, mm-hmm. it's not going to be surprised when I tell you we've watched like all the top gears, like possible yep. in my house. I, and I there is, a, there, there's a speed when there, there's a, a moment when they're doing like speed tests around the track where they get to like, like the top, but then they're going to push. Well, can we get it? to top out can we get it and they don't kind of really know there's that moment of like "Ooh, are all the stars gonna line and we're gonna hit that top speed and I I kind of want to dabble in saying yeah what am I let's let's pick something and I, I will always try and live with no regrets but I don't know I don't I don't have the answer yet. Get back to me in like two years and let's see if I refine well, that. Well, it's one focus. of the reasons why I wanted to ask you now yeah. because I, I want to follow yeah. up in a few <laughs> years and, and see how it went. And and I I think you'll still be in process too. I like that. Oh. I think we're built in process. It's yeah. it, that's when that that's when the character is 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 created is in the process. Absolutely. The process, I mean, that's cliche to say, you know, the joys in the journey, but it is, it's it's true. true. (laughs) It's true. And I find so many people that forget that the process and the evolution and the failures are the golden nuggets that we get Mm. to fill our pockets with. They Mm. want trophies and awards and things like that, that kind of say I've arrived. And by all means, like I kept all of my awards in a Rubbermaid bin and storage for like years. I was like, what are these even for? I don't, <laughs> my kids, my kids, like, 
I don't, don't remember know this anything. One. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like, the, but the kids didn't, it didn't change. I said, gosh, if this award came with a Dobby, the house elf, like to help me with the dishes, I would go for awards. And then somebody <laughs> called me out on that. And then it's like, well, then you're enslaving, you know, um, oh. house elves and that okay. doesn't work. And I said, well, yeah, but I'd give him a sock and, you know, <laughs> and, and he would live with me because he wants to be with me, not because I'm, he would have the freedom fun. to leave. He would have the freedom to leave at any time, but oh my word! I, all of those, all of those uh, either milestone awards that seem to have, I don't know. They come and they go. You get the pin, you get the trophy, and it doesn't. It doesn't build. It didn't build my character. But when I think about some of my failures and my hardships and the challenges, and maybe making sacrifices, that that is what that's what fills my soul. Mm. That right there. And I've lately. I heard a fabulous podcast. I am. I have to remember, oh, Adam Grant on We Work Life. If you've ever heard Adam Grant, he's like my favorite. And he was talking about, it's just the difference between intrinsic and extrinsic or internal or external validation in ourselves. Mm -hmm. um, and to me, the internal validation that I always had to check myself was, am I getting into that zone of regret with my children? Mm -hmm. Am I like, currently I have a boundary right now my kids are on the mountain biking team. We have the, in the Utah, we have the biggest mountain biking um, high school scholastic uh, in the country. And my kids are involved with that. And they only get four races a year. Four. That's, that's and my younger, yeah, four. They get four and it runs from the end of August until mid-October. It's like two months right in there. And one time I had to miss a race. And I said, no, I can't miss a race. There's only four of these a year. There's a hardcore stop there. And I only get so many more years. So, you know, the, you know, I, people call or want this or sessions or weddings or speaking gigs or judging. It does not matter. There's a hard no on that because I, I, it hurts too much when I miss That's that. That's your boundary. You're going to, you're going to make those races. I'm going to make those races and I will not miss it. So I think by putting some of those things and knowing those boundaries, um, it helps me kind of stay in my lane, but at the same time, it checks me. So I'm still kind of like, okay, we're still ramping up. I'm still on the acceleration and I hope to be the rest of my life. I hope to be like till the day I die, like, you know, skidding into, to, to that, those final years, still thinking that I got more in me, you know, <laughs> my McLaren might have a few little bumps and bruises and scrapes and, you know, crumbs inside, which, uh, but it'll be okay. Like it's yeah. going to be okay. And I, I, love it. I, um, that's kind of where I am. And I, I, I'm grateful for the people who I am eternally grateful for the people who came before me and gave me those nuggets and said, Hey, just so you know, there's no doubt you can succeed in where you're going, but just make sure it's not at the expense of this or the expense mm. of your soul the, or your right. expense of your relationships at the expense of any of those things. I mean, um, the Very reason I have advice. 
yeah, the reason I have three kids and not anymore is because I choose my husband. Like, oh. nope, he, he was like, uh-uh, this is my max. This is what I can do. And I was like, cool, I choose you. Like, oh. I, I got that. So there's lots of little things that I, I look back and everything, of course, looks so rosy in the, in the rear view. Like, it ooh. Does. But at the same time, sometimes when you're making those decisions, it's, you know, I, it's, it's a challenge. And I, I, I don't think anybody will have any regrets like pursuing maybe the tortoise when they need to, to be the hare when it's time, when it's their time, you know, trust me, people will get their time. Maybe that's, maybe that's the real moral of that story is Mm -hmm. that we get to be both at different times in our life, because I was the hare for my kids, Mm -hmm. but I was the tortoise in my business. And now I get to kind of switch that. So maybe that's really the parables. We shouldn't think of each other like each, we're always some form of the other, you know, we're hustling in some way, we're breathing in another way. And, and I will say the only way I got through it is with some amazing support for my family, but I have a best friend who's in the business. And I would call her up and I would say, I'm having a moment of ego. (laughs) I'm having this moment. I need to talk through it. I need to get it out of me. I need to cry the tears. I need it Mm. to happen. And when I did that, it would release the tension and I could go back and settle in. And it's just part of the human experience, right? We have, there were plenty of tears shed on staying home, but yeah, they were just small tears so that I didn't have the bigger tears. And and again, I'm a little early and saying my kids are awesome. I like them a whole lot. Like I think they're really cool people. You're a little early and saying kids are awesome. I've never heard anyone say that before. Like I'm a little early. We'll see what, we'll see where they go and what they do, but Holy cow. (laughs) If I get to hang out with some people, like I like these people to hang out with, like they're interesting. They're, they're not clones of me. People say, Oh, your daughter's a clone of you. And I'm like, "Mm, she, she looks, she looks like she belongs to me, but she's got her own things to do. She's All her my own kids. person. Yeah. yeah. So I also get to have that joy of watching them become whoever they're going to become. Well, I like, I'm, I'm excited to circle back around with you <laughs> in a couple of years or maybe at the end of my dad decade. And at the, at the end of this decade for you, as you cruise in your McLaren uh, to find out how it went. Well, here's my question for you on that is Mm. your, your podcast is, has been a foundation of one of the reasons I've been able to kind of feel connected to a community when I don't see them. I don't know if you realize that, but I'll put on my, my podcast and I'll go for a walk and I get to listen to, you know, a lot of the people I know, a lot of friends, I get to listen to you. And I feel like, that connection has held me and, and satiated me to a certain point to allow me to be present and hear. But don't you feel like you're podcasting? It may be your, your dad decade, but you're podcasting and maybe I'm wrong. So tell me if I'm wrong, allows you to be present with your kids and an awesome dad and still making progress in your own life. Am I yeah. wrong on that? Oh, no, you're, you're, you're right. And one, well, I think one of the reasons regarding the podcast in particular is because um, it's, 
it's easy for me. I don't, I don't stress about this the way that, you know, I know a lot of people that stress about their jobs and I'm not, you know, I do have stressors in my job because I do other things than just this, this podcast, but the podcast in particular is not a high source of stress for me. So it's, I, I still have plenty of energy and, and, and I'm not, I'm not, it's not hard for me to put the effort into being a, a decent dad uh, on top and that of the podcast. In itself. Right. Yeah, it's, it's a less, lesson. Like it's easy, yeah. but your, your conversation, like I used to think about like your title, this conversation, because I think your conversations have changed in the last year. Don't you think? A little bit. Like, <laughs> Along little with bit. everything else. <laughs> <laughs> like your, your conversations have definitely broadened your, your, your kind of, and it, your ability to share that relaxed, easygoing, engaged really has benefited me. And I know it benefits so many things. And the fact that you aren't stressing, you just said that. And I was like, oh, that's why I feel like, listen to Jed, I'm zen and out. <laughs> like there's a calmness there. It's because you don't stress. Like there's no not stress this, involved no. in this. <laughs> no, not in this. This is the easy, fun part of life. So yeah, anyway, yeah. thanks. Thank you. I don't think, I mean, I haven't really gotten the chance to thank you oh. for being a part of my journey, which you don't even realize oh. because sometimes when I'm feeling alone or I need that connection, I pop in, I, I hit the trails. I'm right on a mountainside. I hit the oh. trails. I pop in my podcast, especially, Oh, who do I need to be friends with today? And you've <laughs> given me that you, oh, you my. enable a lot of people. So I know this is, I just, I don't think I got a chance to tell you that when we were talking in person. Wow. I, I appreciate know. you saying that. That's very You're nice. You're like, you. stop talking, Alice. Well, <laughs> no, I, I, I like to hear it. No, I'm not one of these people that's like, oh, stop. I will, I will listen to all the affirmations I can. <laughs> well, good. Because I think that you feel of, I think you feel a need. And there's hmm. a lot of people who um, this community loves to come together. We're like nerds. Like we yeah. need other other people with the same nerdiness. Yeah, and I get that. It helps us feel connected and closer. You know. So thank well, you. Well, th thank you, thank you. You're welcome, and I appreciate that. I really do. And and thank you for being uh, one of those that said yes to joining me and doing this. I really appreciate the time. <laughs> Well, by all means, it's the least I could do to say thank you for all that you've given me and you give the community. But well, I'm looking forward for to the next time. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna. I better go get a McLaren. Maybe that is my please, next thing. Is please I be do. <laughs> send pics. Send pics. I will send pics. I don't know if I'll own it, but we'll <laughs> be working on that. At least it'll be me in the McLaren. Oh, Orange, man. maybe pedal, Pacific blue. Pedal to the metal, man. Pedal to the mouth. You know, there is a place in Vegas we can go do this, right? I know it. I know it. I know. Maybe I know. we will. So, we'll have to see. Thanks, we'll Allison. See. I know. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. I just, it's big heart from me to you. <laughs> have a great day. You too.